Hi guys, welcome to another episode on the podcast. Got myself, Brian Gold, my co-host, Squints, and my good friend, Sean D. Jacobson, attorney at law. I just like to say that because I think it's funny. Hey fellas, thanks for having me. I'm really super excited to be here and to chat it up with you guys and see what I could do to help out, man. Appreciate you coming out today. I know you got a busy personal life, busy work life. Yeah, yeah, we do. But you know, always got time for you two. You guys are awesome. Love what you're doing. So Sean, you specialize in PI. Um, to the average person, personal injury, car accident is what comes to mind in my head. What is it that you really do? So personal injury is one of my areas of practice. And what I do is I help people whenever they get, for example, they get into an accident or they're walking down the street, they fall and they, they hurt themselves or, you know, they get attacked by a dog. Or for example, you know, they're walking at the park and someone hits them, you know, from the back variety of different injuries can happen, right? Caused by other people's negligence. And what I do is I help you walk through the steps and I make sure that you're taken care of and make sure you get compensated and your injuries are taken care of the way they should be. Right. Um, but other than that, I also handle other couple of areas of practice, landlord tenant law as well, but I love helping people. And one of the best ways to do that is when they get hurt, they can always come to me and I can see if I can help them out and put them in a better place. They were where they should be. What made you want to be an attorney and focus on PI? That's a really good question. And I'm going to piggyback off of what I was talking about earlier. You know, when I was in high school, um, I worked at a local park and I was always working, helping people. Um, I worked with disabled kids and people with, you know, different uh, disabilities. And I, and I really enjoyed my time with them because, you know, I realized this is, you're not here just to, you know, to live and, and be by yourself. You're here to help other people and grow as a community. And, you know, helping other people is, is, is what we're about as, as, as humanity. That's what we should be doing. We should work together and help people, right? And as I got into college and, and I was trying to figure out what I can do because I really wanted to help people, I started realizing, okay, there's a couple of options here, right? What can I do and how can I use what I have, whatever talent is that I have or whatever capability that I have? Because, you know, I'm, I can't do certain things. You know, I'm not good at everything, but there's things that I, I am good at. And one of the things is obviously Brian, as my friend, you know, I'm good at talking, right? And I thought, you know, I could use my voice to help people that unfortunately either aren't in a position to use their own voice or, you know, they can't really speak up for themselves or they don't know things well enough to, to, to better understand to speak for themselves. And, and I figured, you know, law is, is one of those avenues where I can, for example, go to court and represent someone that really can't stick up for themselves. And, and you know the way the world is working right now. There's all these Fortune 500 companies and there's these insurance companies and all these other big companies that are so fine-tuned and they know the laws very well and they know how to take care of themselves and protect themselves, but they don't know how to give out what people deserve, right? They're, they're all about themselves. And, you know, when I realized there's, there's little guys out there just like me, you know, when I grew up, I didn't have all the knowledge. I didn't have all the capability. And, you know, I was fortunate enough, you know, through school to gain knowledge and, and to work to figure things out. But I'm like, look, I love helping people. I want to help the little guy. What can I do? Right. And I figured, you know, there's these companies that are really taking advantage of all of these, these solo people. Right. And what can I do to help them? And once I got into law and I figured out, okay, I really enjoy practicing law and I'm, and I'm understanding what I need to do to help people and how I can use this platform really to speak up. I thought, okay, what area of law really is, is the best way to go, right? And I realized, you know, like I mentioned, there's, there's people that really get hurt and they have families or like they lose loved ones. And in cases, for example, you get in an accident, an auto accident, what ends up happening, right? You, you get hurt. Sometimes you miss work. And a lot of people, us normal people, you know, you depend on that paycheck, right? You, you, you got to support your family. And if you get hit by someone and it's not your fault, how is it right for you to, to not be able to support people. Why should you deal with the pain on your own? 
And I realized, look, I know what to do in these situations. I, I've learned what to do. And I think this is the perfect opportunity to, to help people that really need it. And sometimes they don't even know they need it themselves because they don't understand the system, the way it's been structured. So I got into PI because I feel like I can help people and I can give it a personal touch. You know, I, I run my own firm. You know, I, I answer the phone. You get that personal connection. And that's what I could do with PI. And I want to help people doing that is one of the ways is, you know, people that have been really wronged, that don't know the system, they can come to me and, and I can help them. And that's that's why I kind of got into that area. So let me ask you this for the for the common man who has an insurance policy. And I think that we, uh, you know, we have insurance because it's the law in the state of California. Mm -hmm. And um, we're under the impression in an accident that we're covered because we have an insurance policy and we know we've been paying this money to this company. Mm -hmm. um, in your opinion, is is that something that somebody should rely on? Should they rely on their own insurance company to provide the best uh, care for them in those situations? Well, look, that's a really good question. And obviously, you know, when we pay money for something, we expect it to take care of us, right? Um, well, it depends on what kind of insurance you're maintaining, right? We're in LA, right? We're in California. And, and, you know, there's a lot of car accidents that happen all the time. A lot of, a lot of accidents, specifically because you're asking about auto insurance. So, you know, it's important to be protected, right? Number one, you drive up to where is it, Beverly Hills, like 20 or 30 minutes away from here, right? I'm sure everyone's heard about it. It's all over the world. It's Beverly Hills. It's people that are extravagantly wealthy. They're driving these really fancy cars, right? Lamborghini, Rolls Royce, whatever it may be. And if you hit that car, right? And you're a normal human being. And it could be a million dollar car you just million, hit. A million dollar car you just hit, right? So if you don't have insurance and even if enough enough policy to protect you, you got to make sure that you have so enough insurance policy. I don't think people understand that. So what is it? What is the minimum in California for, let's say I hit a Lamborghini in my truck? Oh, God. Um, what's the minimum policy limits required by law in California? So there's a couple variations. And... In California, the minimal policy for property damage is $5,000, okay? And personal injury is about $15,000, you want to care. There are some other ways going through the DMV and, and self-funding and stuff like that, but you got to really look into that. It's not, it's not as simple, um, but insurance is obviously the way to go, and unfortunately, it does cost most people an arm and a leg these days because, you know, they can. They can do it to you, right? Then why not? So it is, to answer your question, yeah, you want to have the right policy in place. You don't just want to have... If you can afford to have a policy that really protects you for liability. And we'll get into the other side of protecting yourself in a second uh, from injury to yourself. But let's talk about protecting yourself against hitting someone else's car, right? So in every accident, there's two things to worry about. One is property damage, which we're touching on. And the other is personal injury, which we'll get to in a second. But specifically for property damage, if you hit a Lamborghini and you're carrying the minimal $5,000 policy, let's be honest, guys. Lamborghini doors are not costing $5,000. Taillight doesn't cost $5,000. Exactly. <laughs> so what ends up happening is they could still potentially come after you personally for that money. Which the insurance company probably will. And, you know, it's called, there's something called subrogation law. So if you don't pay them and they go through their own insurance, you can bet on it. Their insurance company will come after you for that money. So if you can't afford it and you can figure out a way, um, you know, definitely try to get as much of an insurance policy. There's 5,000, there's, I believe there's 50,000. You gotta call your own insurance company. They all work differently and figure out what's the 
best insurance policy for what you can do. Now, if you can't get insurance, and I'm, you know, obviously everyone has their own position, stay away from the Lamborghini. You got to be like three or four cars back because you don't want to be the person to hit that car. Yeah. Um, I think that people are, you know, just un, uh, uneducated on insurance and its uh, purpose here, especially in a place like California or New York or yeah. a very populated, densely populated city mm -hmm. where fender benders and these type of things occur um, with or without fault at all times. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we go get a new lease on a vehicle and, uh, you know, we, we factor in how much we can afford our $500 car payment. And then we know that insurance is, you know, we go say, well, just give me the, give me whatever I need legally because this, this car is owned by the lien holder, by the leasee, or that you're financing. It's owned by the bank. And they say that you have to have this coverage. But I think from what you've, you've taught us and is, is or educating us on is that sometimes it's better to increase your policy limits and pay a little more monthly to make sure that you're covered because these things do arise in uh, in day-to-day -day life. They do. Um, also, there's things called gap insurance that sometimes when you're on a lease, you gotta, it all depends on your lease contract. Um, they sometimes either will cover that extra amount. So for example, if you lease a car, because you touched on this, I wanna, you know, you lease a car and you pay like $10,000 of a $20,000 car. So after your lease is done, that car still has like $10,000 worth of value, but you're only paying a portion, right? So there's insurance policies that sometimes are in effect. You got to read the contract that will protect you from that period. Or you have a policy outside of that that covers that car as well, okay? So you got to look into it and discuss. I'm not an uh, insurance agent, so I don't know the lingo in that part, but you got to make sure. Because if you don't have a gap and uh, you're in an accident and the car is totaled out, mm -hmm. the value of the car could have tanked on a, on a brand new car could have been half of the money that you've spent on it. Yeah. And then you're on the hook for it as the, the, the financier, right? Yeah. You got, look, you have a lot, you have a responsibility when you sign that contract, right? So you're on the hook, but like I mentioned, there's like, for example, there's gap insurance, there's different types of insurances that you got to verify with either the dealership before you walk away from signing that lease or with the insurance agent that you work with. Some people work directly with the insurance company because it's cheaper from what I've heard. I'm not hundred percent sure, but you do those things and you verify that you're protected. You know, like we talked about, it's not fun when you hit a big car or an expensive car and you don't have that policy and you get that car call from the insurance company saying, Hey, look, you owe us $50,000. What are you going to do, right? You you don't have the coverage. You know, your insurance your insurance company says, look, this is your policy. What are you going to do if they actually decide to come after you for the rest? They may, they may not, but you don't want to lose sleep at night thinking about that. It's a very tense situation. It, it makes the nerves go. You got yeah. you got, you got uh, insurance, insurance companies. Big uh, money behind them. That are calling and, and uh, using big words that, you know, the, the common people don't really understand and it's a very yeah. tense situation they threaten with court or litigation and these things and it and it makes somebody very, very true very uneasy look i'll tell you this you, you touched on a point i want to i want to make this clear look there's good attorneys out there we're here and there's attorneys that give people a bad name it, it happens it happens in every area of business okay but for the most part you know we're here to help you right and unfortunately if you're the one that's liable for the accident and you get a call from an attorney like it doesn't mean that you can't call in and talk to an attorney to get a defense because look we're here to help everyone we're not just here for the right side we're here for the right side and to defend and, and to make we're here to uphold the law to the to the extent that we can so going back to property damage look you got to be covered so 
in essence, if you can get insurance, just going back on it, look, if you can get property damage liability coverage, get as much as you can, especially if you're in LA and you're gonna hit a Lamborghini. Um, but also there's a couple other things with property damage side that I wanna touch on, right? So you have on your insurance policy, something called comp and collision, which no matter who's at fault, right? You can pay a deductible, right? Get your car fixed. If you're not at fault, you can, you can still go through it, pay the deductible and try to get the deductible back from the other side. If they have insurance or they don't have insurance, God knows, right? And on the flip side, you know, uh, other than that, there's also something called uninsured property damage okay which also some people they don't carry comp and collision you got to talk with your insurance adjust sorry your insurance agent to figure out if that makes sense for you but like for example if you get hit by someone that is uninsured and you don't carry that provision of comp and collision you may be able to carry this provision and it'll cover up to sometimes 3500 i don't know what the numbers are for every company because everyone has a different strategy for their numbers but Typically, you know, you have that and then sometimes it'll even cover your deductible, you know, if, if it can, you got to check your insurance policy. But that for the most part is, is property damage, right? So when you're not at fault, um, obviously you're, you're relieved, but when you're at fault, you want to make sure you have enough liability coverage to protect yourself, right? Um, what's a, when does somebody know that they need an attorney? What, what would you suggest is, is, is a, a good time for them after an accident or a fall at work or? You know, when does somebody that has a bad landlord that's not responding to them, at what point do they seek counsel to help them uh, have a voice? That's a very fair question, right? So before we can get to that point, I kind of want to draw a painting for you. You draw a picture, right? Paint a picture of what I say, right? So like we talked about, you're driving down the street, someone hits you from the back, right? And look, we're human, and it's important to understand that you got to make sure you're okay right? You got to make sure you're okay. You want to make sure the other driver's okay. We're not, we're not at fault yet, right? We're just trying to figure out what's going on. Once you figure out that you're okay, everyone's okay. If you need to call the police, if you need to call the ambulance, you know, you got to figure that stuff out. Once you're kind of coherent and, and everything, because not all accidents are simple, right? Some people unfortunately lose their lives in car accidents. You know, they're, they're, we, we have bad accidents. So once you, you're okay, you know, you figure that out right away. Then you want to proceed in getting insurance information for the other driver, the driver's license, their car information, if you can get their registration, get photos of everything that you can, check to see if there's cameras around you, if you have a dash cam, okay? Um, see if, you know, if their building near you has a camera because liability is going to be an important part of your accident now, right? You want to make sure because unfortunately, you know, people do lie. We have Without seen video. It's yeah. it's your word against somebody yeah. else. If, if there's no witnesses, like mm -hmm. obviously you have experts that can come in and, and look at the accident. But for the most part, people do lie. You know, I've had cases where people have lied and said, oh, they reversed into me. Yeah. So, you know, you got to protect yourself, get, get everything situated. You know, if you can't get the police out there. Um, but the next step, you know, is I never suggest, you know, this, this is the main thing. Insurance companies and are are very important. Right. But at the end of the day, they're a business. So once you get all the information and you, you've safely gone home and you've kind of gathered yourself, if you've gone to the doctor or, you know, or whatever you've done, you've gathered yourself and now you're ready to take that next phase. And OK, let's let's report this if, if everyone has insurance. Right. Because there's some cases that they don't. And you can always you can talk about if you're, when you're, you ask about it later, you can call me, whatever the case may be. But when there's insurance and you're in a safe place and you're home and, and you know, you're OK, you want to you know, you want to file a claim, right? Or you want to give a statement. Now, the problem is, like I said, insurance companies are a business. While your insurance company owes you a duty, 
okay, fiduciary duty, and they're responsible to you, and they don't, they owe you, a, you know, they owe you, you've been paying them, and it looks like they want to protect you, okay, it's not always, you know, inherent that they want to do what's best for you, you can't, you know, you can't guarantee that, I can't guarantee anything, no one can, so it's always good to consult with an attorney prior to giving any statements or anything, because you want an expert to protect you, right, you want someone to stand up for you, you've just been wrong, you know, God knows if you, if your, your back is hurting, or you've lost a limb, or, you know, you're going to be out of work for a month, Who's going to help you? You know, you didn't do anything wrong. You're not at fault. Who's going to, who is here for me, right? And like, obviously we talked about this. Not all attorneys are bad attorneys. Not all attorneys are good attorneys, right? You know, we just had one of the biggest attorneys and uh, personal injury attorneys in, in, in Los Angeles. You know, he just, you know, did a really bad thing. And unfortunately, you know, we have to step up and, and, and help people and make sure that they understand that it's not all of us that do that type of stuff. But again, you want an attorney to protect you. So what do you do? Most of the time, attorney consultations for personal injury, which is, like I mentioned, an area that I practice, not specialized, but uh, you can't use that word. We say area of practice. What we do is we give free consultations, right? You can give us a call and say, hey, you know, I was involved in the accident. This is what happened. You know, I'm getting ready to call my insurance company. In some kinds of cases, some people have called their insurance company. And, and you tell us what, what happened, and we can say, look, you know, this is the next step. We think we can help you. You know, we can represent you. We can get you not only more money, we can help you navigate the scenario. A lot of people don't understand. For example, there's forms that you have to fill out with the DMV when you're involved in an accident over a certain amount of property damage, right? Or if someone's injured. There's a lot of things that go on that people don't know. Um, people, I've seen people um, have their licenses suspended for not filling some stuff out. So, or, you know, not having insurance, right? So it's important, you know, you get, you get that free, potentially that free consultation and you get someone on your side. And we'll touch about how these attorneys get paid in a second because I'm sure you're gonna wanna find out. But again, the best thing to do is get all that information, get to a safe place, call your attorney. Yeah. Um, right away, they tell you, you know, exchange insurance. Everybody gets on the phone right away and calls their insurance company. And the insurance company usually pushes to get a statement from you immediately. You know, in my experience, this is, this is the way they react usually. And uh, is that the proper thing to do? Look. If you're about to give a statement to uh, someone that could be used against you, right, down the line, because these are recorded statements. It, it says. It said. They're, they're going to record. this. Yeah, this is going to be a recorded statement. I will say, like, again, I told you, it's always important. If you can consult with an attorney, first. you should. You should speak with an attorney first because you're about to put yourself on a record, right? And this yeah. is a record that could stay and be used against you. If, For example, let's say you're still dazed and confused. They say, they say we're recording this, you know for a, a you know a lawful record and then was anybody injured maybe i don't know that i'm i'm hurt at the moment because i have adrenaline rushing and and i haven't settled down yet mm -hmm. do you see that some people have injuries that pop up down the line after they've told somebody that that everything is okay and now this is probably not in their best interest so that's really good that you brought that up um, again, I'm not a doctor, so I can't give any medical advice, but what I can speak on is things that I've seen with my own eyes. Um, a lot of the time we'll get clients that come in and they'll be, oh, yeah, I'm fine, you know? But the thing is, look, let's think about this. You're involved in any accident, right? Your adrenaline is going. You know, you're worried about my car, my body, if there's someone else in the car. Shoot, who's going to pay for this, right? Who, who's going to take care of it? What's going to happen? You have that stress, you have that anxiety already, and then you have this adrenaline going. And a lot of people, you know, that adrenaline will probably, from what they've, my, people have told me, is like, look, that adrenaline stays. And like, I'll get a call and be, oh my God, my back is killing me. It's a day later. I'm in a lot of pain. Because sometimes you get an accident and you don't feel the pain right away, right? It's, 
everyone's body is different. So what ends up happening is like, you've gone ahead, not consulted with an attorney, and you've given a statement yeah. that on record, you say, I don't have pain. And then all of a sudden, two days later, you have pain. And you want to call your insurance company, hey, you know, I want to go to the doctor, my back hurts. The problem is, I'm not saying that they won't help you. But when push, come, when push comes to shove, what happened in that two days? What happened in that day? Did you talk to someone and say, hey, you can get paid for this? So, you know, it doesn't look the best. So that's why they always say, look, they're not, they, they may seem like they're on your side, but are they really on your side? Look, do you want to give someone money? If I came to say, Chauncey, give me some money. No. What are you going to do? You're going to say, hey, you know. Naturally, that makes us defensive off, yeah. off, off the bat, regardless of any type of uh, business I'm a, arrangement. I'm a, I'm a paying customer. Give me my yeah. stuff. Give me, I want more. Yeah. Um, in a case where, where like that happens, what are the, what are we legally responsible to provide for the insurance company immediately just to report the accident itself correct so that's a good question now all insurance policy contracts are different right but typically and i can't attest to your everyone's specific policy because i don't know i don't know everyone's policy but you typically want to give an insurance company within a reasonable time uh, contact a claim right you want to file that you don't want to give them an opportunity to say hey you didn't file this in a reasonable time you, you breach your contract if that's the case you what's want to protect this what's your what definition is a reasonable of reasonable time? time there is no definition of reasonable time right no, what is your definition my definition of reasonable time three is, days look as soon as you can do it so if you can on the side of the road call them and say hey i was in an accident if you can, if that if, if that's your prerogative, in a safe place. if you're in a safe place and that's your prerogative, and you don't want to talk to an attorney first, yes, right. You Just say, hey, I was in an accident, and then you can hold your statement for later. Yeah, you can hold your statement for later. But look, if you want to have your attorney file a claim, we do file claims. We have people that file the claims for us. Okay. And look, look, you want to make sure that every step of the way everything is correct, because look, you don't know how the system works, and you don't know if if like if you say something that you didn't like, for example, like you thought the color. Uh, uh, like, oh, I, I'm not giving a statement. I'm filing a claim. Hey, I was Our involved in place tricks on us. Yeah, like, you know, and like we perceive things as something and then maybe that's not exactly what happened. Look, the light might have been green for, for five minutes and you got there. Oh, it was green for like five seconds. Right. So you're telling the truth. But the problem is you don't have all the facts. So you don't want to jump to conclusions either. So you want to give yourself that opportunity to speak with an attorney to make sure, number one, what do I need? What are the steps I need to do? And give yourself enough time, you know, talk to the witnesses there, review the video if you have to. Okay. I'm not saying number one, never lie under any circumstance. Okay. But before you give your statement, make sure that you're okay. That's what I'm trying to say. When I backtrack, I'm trying to say, make sure you're okay before you give a statement. If you're in just got an accident and like you're telling me, oh, I pulled over the side of the road. Maybe you're not okay. You don't have to call the insurance company. You want to go home. You want to go to the doctor first. That's within reason, right? So make sure you're okay. And make sure you know what's going on because sometimes you know your your adrenaline is rushing and you're calling and you're giving information that's wrong maybe it was a yellow light you know you want to make sure that you're giving the right information so that's that's kind of why always speaking to an attorney always speaking that so most people are afraid to call an attorney because you fuckers are expensive let's just be honest how does someone reach out to a pi attorney and how does the average pi attorney get paid because i don't want to incur three to five hundred dollars an hour on a maybe you might be able to help me okay well the beauty of personal injury cases for most of the, most attorneys okay not all god i don't know some i can't give you guarantee i got you but some you know, for the most part we work off what's called an attorney an attorney contingency fee retainer right a, a contingency fee and what that means is we take a portion of your case settlement right nothing out of your pocket from the beginning we wait till the end we settle the case if you get paid 
we get paid. And for the, this is the benefit here. For most part, okay, and I'm talking about attorney's fees, I'm not talking about medical fees, okay? For the most, for the most part, when you're involved in an auto accident and your attorney can't get you anything, he will waive the fee. He will not get paid. So if you don't get paid, usually speaking, he won't get paid or she won't get paid. You know, we have a lot of great female attorneys out there too. I want to say that as well. So he or she. What happened? Do you have to pay tax on a payment? So that's tax information. I can't give you that answer because I'm not 100% certain on where that goes. But typically speaking, depending on what kind of a settlement you receive, depending on if it's taxable or not, you got to run through your accountant because all settlements are different. Some aren't just for pain and suffering. For example, if you have a personal injury case where you have a mix in with, for example, getting reimbursements for certain things that you need to pay tax on or you, you claim that you don't, you want to run that through an accountant. I can't give you that answer. Understood. Um, back to the, should somebody just be conscious of the fact that after an accident or in this situation, when you know that it's bad enough that there's going to be some injured parties on both sides or vice versa, um, should, should people generally approach it in a defensive uh, position? Because I don't think that we give credit to the fact that taking responsibility of a vehicle is now making us liable for anything that happens, accident or not, while we're behind the wheel, correct? Yeah, even if it's you're not, let's say you're not driving, it's your car, you have liability potential. Right? 100%. So being, look, it's all your prerogative. It's all how your, your personality is and whatever you feel comfortable with, right? Some people are not, they're really good people and they're really nice people and, and, and they get hit by someone and they're like, oh my God, are you okay? I'm so sorry that this happened to you, right? And look, unfortunately, we live in a society where not everyone is looking out for your interest. They're looking out for their own. And they, oh, what do you mean you're sorry? Did you cause this? Did you break short? What happened? So look, it's okay to be a good person. It's okay to ask them if they're, if they're all right. But be mindful that you're in an accident, okay? Not everyone wants to be good to you. Not everyone wants to take responsibility. And sometimes you might get out of the car and the guy might hit you and cause it. Why did you hit me? Why did you break? And they might be aggressive, right? So you got to do what's best for you in every situation. Some people, the best, for, the best they can do is, is be them, right? And some people, like, the best they can do is like, hey, what did you do here? You, you know you hit me. It all depends on your personality. I can't tell you what to do because look, it might not work for you. Right? Being defensive minded and getting out and saying, hey, it's your fault. Like, obviously speaking, if you get out of the car and you have a camera, you're good to go, right? We talked so about So do this. you recommend people invest in a dash cam if they can afford it? If they can afford it, yes. If you can afford a dash cam, it, and it doesn't it, need to be the top of the line. One just if it, as long as it works, right? Yeah. I will tell you, I've had clients that they've gone in an accident. It's been word versus word. The other person, no, like I ran the yellow light, and it was a solid green, right? They've they've tainted the liability explanation, right? They've tainted the scenario, and if you don't have a camera or witnesses, what does it end up being? It's your word versus theirs. And when we're talking about, for example, a significant injury, some people get hit with big rigs, right? You get hit with a big rig. That's not a simple accident. Your car just got ran over. We had someone on the show recently that lost five family members. You see? So it's, it's not simple. It's always not a little fender bender case. And if you don't have the right evidence to protect you, like, what are you going to do? It's your word versus theirs. And, and, and chances are it's going to be an uphill battle, right? It's not going to be, oh, here's the video. Here you go. It's his fault. You really got to, you know, you got to go in hard, right? It's not going to be an easy thing. The insurance companies, like I said, why would the opposing party's insurance want to give you a penny for your broken back if there's no clear liability, right? They're going to say, no, you have to, you know, you might even have to sue their insured. 
So if you can get a camera, do it, right? Again, Brian said, it doesn't have to be top of the line. Um, and what I mean, I'm not really good with technology. And what I mean, not top of the line, it needs to work. It needs to record and it needs to be a clear video. You can't call Brian and say, Hey, Brian, you know, you mentioned get a, get a dash cam and I got this dash cam and it doesn't work. It's a blurry video. Can't do that. But you know, also be like I mentioned, be mindful of your surroundings. If you see a building has a camera on it, go inside, try to get that video. You know, you're, you're doing, you got to look, unfortunately, they have to give you footage. Look, if there's an accident. It depends on the scenario, but I will say this, you know, we have heard people that don't do it and you got to try to use the legal system and, and reroute, possibly follow the suit, get a subpoena. There's ways that you can, but unfortunately I can never guarantee that they'll give it to you. You know, sometimes their video is not recording and it's just for show. Sometimes it's on a loop. So even by the time you get to that video, they'll unfortunately be deleted. So, you know, that's why I said, get to be, an attorney. Be diligent. Yeah, be diligent. Get to an attorney. Tell him, hey, there's a video. This guy won't give it to me. You need to file. You know, you need to do what you need to do. So protect yourself, right? Protect yourself. So we've made some good points so far. I want to like recap for the people watching yep, out there is that. Preventative. Protect what? yourself. Preventative. Um, having a dash cam is great. Check. You want to have recorded evidence of any type of accident, especially in a dense a uh, populated area like a major metropolitan area review um, your policy review your policy um you definitely want to be aware of what it actually states not just that you're legally covered but mm -hmm. that you know that this is how much this car is worth mm -hmm. and this is how much coverage and personal injury and uninsured motorist is yeah, huge we should, we should touch on that before we go because that's really big for your, for your viewers man that's the uninsured motorist. The, the uninsured motorist. That could be yeah, a life you live in a you live in a in a, a densely populated area or metropolitan area, and you can bet that not everybody on the road is an upstanding citizen. Yeah. Or maybe they have a gap in their insurance even where they didn't they missed pay the payment. Their, they missed their payment and now they think they're covered but they're not. Mm -hmm. Um you definitely want to protect yourself, correct? You do. And we, t we touched on this for a second. So there's two parts in every accident, right? There's a property damage and then there's a personal injury, right? And with personal injury, you also have the coverages if you, you get them and you should. You have liability coverage. And again, I say you should get as much as, as you can if possible. Because like, again, you, you might hit someone and you, they might lose their life, right? Or they might break a leg. And that's not going to be $15,000, $30,000. It's going to be quite a significant amount of money. And you want to be protected. So, you know, you have that liability personal injury. Then you have something called uninsured and under insured motorist provisions that you need to pay for um, and I'll tell you they're, they're sometimes they're lifesavers because you mentioned sometimes people don't carry coverage right and what happens is when you're not at fault for an accident okay and that person that caused the accident doesn't have insurance this provision will come in and help you protect you for you know your, your injuries and other things that result of this accident right um, it's really important that you, you get that and the higher the amount you can afford or you can get it's extremely important because sometimes you'll get an accident and you'll you have a broken leg and like I said this is why I want to help people because some people they have kids right they have they have small kids they, they need to put food on the table they can't go to work they can't drive a car anymore who's gonna help those who's gonna help that family you think the person at home is just oh here's my money for you no no it's wow. not gonna be that simple most of the time so one of the things you can do to protect yourself is get a UIM policy there's also something called MedPay which is a provision for medical payments um, for example let's say you know you're not at fault but you have the provision sometimes you can go to the doctor make sure yourself get healed for that that provision that's a good thing to carry but UIM is, is, is a lifesaver because let's say you you know you lose a leg in an accident and the other guy doesn't have insurance and some policies go you know $250,000 policy right that guy didn't have insurance he doesn't have a penny to his name right it's possible 
you're SOL if you don't have a UIM policy, right? Even if you get a, you got to collect against this guy, even if you get a judgment, right? UIM comes in, it protects you from people that are not doing what they need to do. And the higher the provision, the higher the protection. So you really need to get on the phone, talk to your insurance agent, make sure you understand the policy, ask questions. You guys, can, I'm free to talk to people if they want to give me a call. You know, if I give out free consultations for auto accidents and personal injury, dog bites, wrongful deaths. And I, when you guys give me the, the chat out, I'll, I'll definitely put my info in there. But again, like these are things you need to do to protect yourself because unfortunately accidents, they do happen and they happen when you least expect it. And I can't tell you, I get calls all the time. Sean, my insurance policy lapsed. The other guy's insurance policy lapsed. I don't have, I don't have UIM. I had a guy that unfortunately he, had, he got his leg run over, right? Ooh. No insurance policy. The guy had no coverage. It was all BS. He didn't have his own insurance, uh, UIM, anything. He should have, but it doesn't matter. He wasn't even in the car. He got his foot ran over and someone didn't have insurance. So accidents happen. So you need to make sure you're protected. And one of those ways is number one, carrying your own policy, okay? Obviously, when you're walking, your insurance car coverage for liability sometimes will kick in. UIM might depending on your policy. Um, but again, you gotta protect yourself. And some people that that can't afford it, you know, I understand, I, I get it, it's it's tough. These policies are expensive. You know, they're not doing us any favors. They're, they're business. And again, like I said, they don't wanna hand you out any money so when you get an accident. So that's why it's important to call to call an attorney. It doesn't have to be, you know, me. It can be, you know, anyone. You know, I'm, I'm more than happy to help you. Obviously, you know, there's ways, and I know you asked me earlier outside, like, what's the best way to contact an attorney? How do you find a good upstanding attorney? And, and, and I'll touch on that uh, real quick. But once we've, we've, we've I've established the fact, look, get coverage, um, the next phase is, look, getting an attorney is very important. And getting a good one, of course, is. And there's several ways to get them. Uh, one of the ways is, you know, word of mouth referrals. Like, I'm sure everyone knows someone that got into a car accident, um, hired an attorney and said, hey, you know, call them up. Be looking, I got an accident and I, I'm thinking of getting an attorney. How was your guy? Was your guy good? Okay, perfect. Hook me up. So that's one way. Another way is, look, you, you drive around. So you see these big firms all over the place. And now, I don't want to speak if they're good. I don't want to say if they're bad. It's, it's not, that's an opinion you got to come up with yourself. Um, some people like, you know, they want a personal touch and, and they feel sometimes the best way to go is finding smaller firms that can give you that essential attention, right? I answer the phone myself because I want to talk to you. I want you to know that I'm here. I want to know all about your case, whether it's small, whether it's big, I'm here for you. That's why I opened my own firm to make sure that I can help people, right? I want to know if you don't have the money to pay for your, your, your food coming up because of this accident. This is something that we can put into your demand letter moving forward or filing a lawsuit saying you lost, you know, you lost wages, right? These are things we can do and we can talk about. And I talked about this earlier. We're not just lawyers, we're they call us counselors. And why are we counselors? A lot of attorneys, unfortunately, they've given us a bad name and they haven't lived up to this part of the deal, but we're here to hear, hear you, we're here to help you. And I need to know what's going on. I have, I have people that are in really dark places because of what's happened to them. And, and I'm sometimes the only person that they tell, right? Yeah. And if I, if I, you don't have an attorney and you're handling that burden on your own, it's, it's not always necessary. You, that's what we're here for. And like I told you, they work on a contingency fee. Most of these attorneys do. So if you're not calling me, you're not calling anyone. Obviously, I'm in California, license only here. If you're calling your attorney in a different state or attorney in L.A. somewhere, that's what we're here for. Most of the time. I can't speak for all of them. I get you. But that's what we're here for. One of the things we like to do on the show, and I think uh, our mission statement is to really inform people that are uninformed on subjects that are, you know, 
we call like, it truth hurts because it's like truth does hurt. Life can be cruel and things pop up and well, like Jay, know, for example, we're super uninformed in a lot of areas and uh, we're here to, you know, provide professionals that are, you know, uh, respected and who have the, the education and experience in these fields to help people um, understand some of this this stuff that is, you know, tough for any one person to uh, to undergo. Um, so recap, um, accident, know your coverage. Um, 100%. You know, give it a couple days before you respond, whether you're injured or not, probably, because you don't know. It depends on the scenario. I don't want to put that out there. Look, if you, you know, you should call as soon as you can, okay? Yeah. But the key thing is here is if you get in an accident, call a lawyer. Yeah. You know, like we talked about, it's a, it's a, I don't want to say it's a free service. It's not a free service, but most people give a free consultation. Yeah. You should know your rights, right? And that consultation is going to, is going to give you the game plan going forward that can help you whether or not you, you retain their services. Yeah. Whether well, they are returning services, obviously look, they're going to tell you, Hey man, do this, this, and this, you should go see a doctor and make sure you're okay. Look, it's very important. Yeah. Seeing, look, I'm not a medical professional. Again, I can't tell you things about medical health, but what I can say is your health, I've seen people get in an accident 10 years later, still in pain. So you got to take care of yourself. It's like, for me, it's personal. Like all my clients, I want them to come back to me for if they need me, right? I don't want them to go be like, this guy didn't do shit. Yeah, he got me paid, but I can't feel my back. And we never even talked about it. I, I don't, I'm not that kind of guy. I want you to call me. I tell you the first thing. I, I treat everyone like family. Hey, you know, what's going on? How are you feeling? Okay, you're having this pain. For me, it's important that you get paid because you got to take care of your family. You have responsibilities. You need to be compensated for that time, for that emotional distress. I get it. But I don't want you to call me in 10 years and say, Sean, I'm still in pain because I didn't go to the right doctor. I didn't go to the doctor enough. I, you know, I didn't listen. That's why I say, look, tell me what you need to do. If I can help you, I will. There are doctors. You can, you can find these doctors. A lot of doctors in, in the personal injury world work off of a, an attorney lien, which also means they get paid off of your case. It doesn't mean that you, even if you don't get money, you don't have to pay them. You know, you'll still be on the hook some way or another, but they will wait to get paid. If you're concerned about money, because you, you don't have the doctor, like some people don't have health insurance, which is, you know, it's, it's okay. Like if, if, you know, you can't afford health insurance, you know, but there are ways to get health insurance in California. I'm not a health insurance ad, attorney advocate. I don't know the ways to get that. And I can't say it's a good thing or a bad thing, but you know, you need to take care of your health, you know? So, like I said, we will, when I, when my clients come to me, we talk about it, we go, what's going on? You know, like make sure you get taken care of. I don't want you to leave unless you've exhausted every method to see if you can be in a better place than when you were, when you got to me, that's the goal. You know, a lot of attorneys are all about the money. I applaud them. You know, this is, you know, fast money is very important to people and I get it. I am sure we all do. Money is very important to society, but again, you know, money can't replace health. And unfortunately, money cannot replace a loved one either. So yeah, it's great to you know get compensated and, and try to use that money to put you in a better place. But you know, you want to have an attorney that that, that connects with you. And, and I'm really big on trying to connect with my with my my clients. Let's uh, change gears to uh, some of the other aspects of uh, personal injury. Mm -hmm. um, we've talked a lot about car accidents. Yep. But we've talked very little about some of the other things that you do and the cases that you see. Yeah. You know, it's easy to think, hey, I'm in behind the car and I have insurance, but um, I walk into a store and, you know, they have a stand or something that's not proper and 
and you know something falls and injures me or something so there is other types of of injury cases that you handle 100%. both both i'm sure uh work related and just personal related so look there are many ways unfortunately people get hurt right it's we go outside and we're not, we're not in bubbles right we don't have saran wrap wrapped around us it's expected you walk outside you have a chance of getting hurt going somewhere right so you go to the store and you slip on a banana peel right you get injured who left that banana peel there right or you walk and you walk on the street and like there's a divot in the road that you know you trip on it okay do i have a claim here we got to find out we got to talk about it or let's say you're walking uh down the street and someone's dog jumps out of the fence and bites you and you're in the hospital for three days dealing with it what do i do no, the okay. bills come. The bills are coming. These are not cheap bills. Hospitals are expensive. Or, you know, you know, God forbid. I, I hope I don't wish this on anyone. God forbid. You know, you're driving on the freeway and someone hits you, and you lose a loved one in the car, right? What do you do then? You know, your your world has just been turned upside down. And like I said, you know, we're here. We, we're counselors. We 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 can hear you. Like I said, one of the things that I want to provide, and I open my own firm, is I want to connect with people. You know, I want to be that person that you can call. And look, if you're in a dark place and you have no one else, you can tell me. And if we can help you, if we can find you help that you need, I will do my best to get it for you. Yeah. Um, what else you got? What's the largest payout you've seen? That's a good question. I've seen some very large payouts. Um, we see very small payouts, typically, you know, anywhere from a couple hundred, a couple thousand. We've seen a couple hundred thousand. You know, you've seen them everywhere. There's, there's, there's cases like we we're just talking about that attorney that unfortunately he had like multi-million dollar settlements, right? So depending on what your injury is, okay, and what happened, no two accidents are ever the same. We can never guarantee results. I'll tell you that right now. Guarantee nothing. If an attorney tells you, oh, this is a solid slam dunk million dollar, you're, you're about to get a million. Dollars. I don't know. God bless that attorney. Maybe it was a crystal ball, but I don't know if that's real. Like if he's, he's being 100% because no two cases are the same. Okay. We can tell you things off of experience, what we think the value is, or we can tell you off of your policy, what we think, how much money you can get or the other person's policy. Like we can kind of give you an idea, right? But we can never say, Hey, you're going to get this. But our goal, like I said, my goal is to get you the most money possible. And at the same time, make sure you're healthy. If, if, if that's not hundred percent healthy, I, you know, not we can't do it for everyone. I, I can't say, hey, you're 100%. If, I just want to make sure before you ca close your case and we settle your case, you're fully to where you can be before we close the door. Because, you know, you're seeing these doctors, you're seeing these, these, these therapists, these chiropractors and stuff. They're treating you, right? You're coming to me at the end and saying, oh, I'm done. Here's my stuff. You know, move on. That's why I make sure I'm like, are you sure you're done? Your doctor said you're done. I'm not a doctor. I can't tell you if you're done. I want to make sure you're good. Right. So I want to make sure before you move on, you've, you've exhausted all your efforts. Right. And that's the best we can do. You know, we're here. We're people, too. Right. That's good. I think that uh, hopefully we've made people more comfortable in uneasy situations with uh, dealing with counsel and knowing that they're there to help or at least lead you in the direction that is going to get you the help that you need. Yeah. Um, and you're not going to go broke in the process. Yeah. Um, anything else you want to, you know, share with people out there about the profession or about, you know, what you guys do that, that we haven't touched on? Well, you know, I want to say this again, you know, we are here to help and it is very important that people understand you need to be informed. Even if you get a lawyer, you got to do your research, right? You got to do your research. You got to see what's best for you. 
Right? You got to take care of your health, whether it's an auto accident, slip and fall, a dog bite, unfortunately wrongful death. You know, there's a lot of claims involved. You know, you have a loss of income. Sometimes you have a loss of, a, you know, that connection with your spouse. You know, the, the consortium is what we call it. You have a loss of a consortium. Um, there's many different claims that arise, right? So you need to know what claims you have. Because sometimes you'd be, oh my God, you know, like I, I, I used to be able to help do this stuff at home. And like now I'm having issues with my, my significant other, right? And a lot of people don't know that's a claim. So even if they're trying to handle this claim on their own, they're just saying they're calling the insurance company saying, look, you know, I just saw my medical expenses paid. But they don't realize that they're also entitled to pain and suffering. You know, there's mental anguish. Some people get in a really big accident and they, they're never the same. They can never drive a car again because they're scared. Like they, they get rides everywhere now. They take, you know, sometimes they don't even want to get in the car. These things happen, you know, and, and these accidents, some of them are, you know, they're simple enough, you know, where you're a little bit fender bender, you know, you take it. But like I said, you know, some people get ran over by a car. You know, yeah. life is never going to be the same after that. And, and then, like I said, insurance companies, they, they may pretend to be on your side, but, you know, you need a lawyer that can advocate for you because sometimes you can't speak. You know, you lose a loved one, you're not in an emotional state. You know, like you're you're getting over burying someone, you, you know, you, you lose a limb, God forbid, in an accident. Like you're still dealing with that. How are you going to go deal with an insurance company? Yeah, Your life, life is turned upside down. Life happens to us. That's what we're Quite doing. a bit, you know. So and having somebody in your corner Helps. that knows the in and outs and has been through the process before definitely takes some of the burden off of the the, the occurrence or the accident that caused this uh this grievance, you know? Yeah, and like I said, look, all the things we've talked about, we can't guarantee anything, and this is not legal advice in the essence of like, do this, do that. I'm just giving you like the scenarios. But look, if you if you get in an accident or you get injured or you get hurt or whatever the case may be, you know, you're not alone. There are avenues afforded through the law that you can, you can work with attorneys, you know, and, and they'll support you. You know, understanding the law when you ask these questions. And again, free consultation, right? Take advantage of that. If an attorney, like you see the billboards, if, if, you, if, it's, if it's for you and you want to work with an attorney that you think the bigger the firm, the better, and sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't, call them, see if you want to work with someone that you know is going to give you that personal touch that you are going to know the attorney on a first name basis that's going to answer the phone on you and you want to work with a smaller firm such as you know my firm and other smaller firm solo practitioners, you know, give them a call. Hey, do you provide a free consultation? You know, you can look it up, get a number. And, you know, that's that's the way to go. And my thoughts are how can the viewers and people listening out there find you if they want to uh, seek counsel? Well, I'm on the Web. You can yeah, I have a couple of websites. You can find me on crashcouncil.com, C-R-A-S-H-C-O-U-N-S-E-L, crashcouncil.com. That's that's that one. Then we have SDJ Council, as in Sean David Jacobson, SDJcouncil.com. You can give me a call on my, my direct line that gets forwarded to me or one of the other attorneys that, that works with us. Uh, that phone number is area code 818-745-5371. Once again, 818-745-5371. And look, if you're not the type of person that likes to talk on the phone and you wanna go online and fill out, fill out one of our forms or you wanna do email, our email is there as well. It's jacobson at sd djcouncil.com or info at crashcouncil.com and you can check those things out and, and I'll be I would love to talk to you if you've been hurt in an accident and and you want to talk give me a call we can see if we can help you or at least try to put you in a place that's better than where you were with some information well we appreciate your time and uh, I'm sure all the viewers out there have gotten a good little uh, crash course and and you know why seeking counsel in one of these occasions is is the right thing to do and making sure you're protected before 
beforehand as well. Yeah, because I don't think most people are in a in that state. So you gotta know your rights. I just want to say, guys, thank you so much for this opportunity, Brian, Jay. Big big out to you, Chauncey. You know, thank you. You really, Brian, you and Chauncey really have uh, given me an opportunity to speak with people and try to help. And that that's all I'm trying to do. And I know you guys are awesome, and and, and I'm privileged to be speaking to you guys. And I really want to again thank you both. Thank you, bro. Thank you for showing up. For all those out there, uh, you know, inform, inform, inform. That's what we're here to do, and it's uh, self-inform is what we need to do. Um, you know, you got to educate yourself and and be aware of the things that are going on in your life because, you know, better better now than late, right? Yeah. So, um, well, thanks. Like, subscribe, comment. If you got any questions, reach out. <laughs> Hit up the homie. Yep. He's good at this stuff.